haven't shown much interest in sex for the last three years. We never have jealous spats. And I used to think that was great. But after that spring morning, I began to suspect that perhaps our lack of jealousy meant a complete lack of love on both sides. I did my best not to think about the matter any more. For a whole week, whenever I left work, I would go and buy something in one of the expensive shops on Rue du Rhône. There was nothing I really wanted, but at least I felt that I was, how should I say this, changing something, discovering something I didn't even know I needed, like some new domestic appliance, although it has to be said, novelties in the world of domestic appliances are few and far between. I avoided toy shops because I didn't want to spoil my children by giving them a present every day. I didn't go into any men's shops either, just in case my husband might grow suspicious of my sudden, extreme generosity. When I got home and entered the enchanted realm of my domestic world, everything would seem marvelous for a few hours, until everyone went to bed. Then, slowly, the nightmare would begin. I think that passion is strictly for the young. Presumably its absence is normal at my age. But that isn't what terrifies me. Today, I am a woman torn between the terror that everything might change and the equal terror that everything might carry on exactly the same for the rest of my days. Some people say that as summer approaches, we start to have weird ideas. We feel smaller because we spend more time out in the open air, and that makes us aware of how large the world is. The horizon seems farther away, beyond the clouds and the walls of our house. That may be true, but I just can't sleep anymore and it isn't because of the heat. When night comes and no one is watching, I feel afraid of everything. Life, death, love, or the lack of it. The fact that all novelties quickly become habits. The feeling that I'm wasting the best years of my life in a pattern that will be repeated over and over until I die and sheer panic at facing the unknown, however exciting and adventurous that might be. Naturally, I seek consolation in other people's suffering. I turn on the TV and watch the news. I see endless reports about accidents, people made homeless by natural disasters, refugees. How many people on the planet are ill right now? How many, whether in silence or not, are suffering injustices and betrayals? How many poor people are there? How many unemployed or imprisoned? I change channels. I watch a soap or a movie, and for a few minutes or hours I forget everything. I'm terrified my husband might wake up and ask, What's wrong, babe? because then I would have to say that everything's fine. 
It would be even worse if, as happened a few times last month, he put his hand on my thigh, slid it slowly upward and started caressing me. I can fake orgasms. I often have. But I can't just decide to get wet with excitement. I would have to say that I'm really tired, and he, never for one moment admitting that he was annoyed, would give me a kiss, turn over, and watch the latest news on his tablet, waiting until the next day. And then I would hope against hope that when the next day comes, he'd be tired, very tired. It's not always like that, though. Sometimes I have to take the initiative. If I reject him two nights in a row...